I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right. Shall we begin? I guess so. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Books and Bevies. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, that was a really long pause. I um, tried to think what I would say. I was going to say, and this is, or, and we are. And I was like, and I panicked and I said nothing. So that was my bad. We'll do that again. <laughs> <laughs> or we can keep it. Maybe that's the one. Like, maybe that's the best one that we're going to get. This is Kat and Sarah. Long pause. <laughs> I can edit out the pause. It's better than that pause from last week when I told you to talk about something and then you just sat there silent for like a minute. Um, for someone that talks a lot, in, when you tell me I need to say something, everything leaves my brain. Yeah, I feel the same way about when people ask me what my favorite song is or what my favorite band is. I'm like, I don't know music anymore. <laughs> Uh, do I even favorite listen to music? movie? <laughs> Every time. Hey, what's your favorite movie? Apparently, I haven't watched a movie since I was born. Um, nothing. Ammonite. <laughs> I'm gonna say Ammonite. <laughs> uh, I might keep this in. So, for those of you who don't know, I recently visited Katrina in Ottawa and on the flight over, I watched the movie Ammonite because I it I heard that it was just the most incredible movie that's, you know, new right now. And a lot of the actors are obviously incredible. So I was very excited that it was available to me for free. And it was just really uncomfortable there was a lot of silence in the movie like there wasn't a lot of dialogue and at one point there was just some lesbian love screen scenes happening on my plane screen as I'm sitting there just trying to enjoy my flight and it was just it was a lot to take in and then when I got to Ottawa to visit Kat I made her watch it too (laughs) I feel like I'm just not like sophisticated enough to appreciate the art aspect of movies Mm -hmm. I'm more of a did I laugh then it's a good movie um I I did not laugh (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just feel like I understood the movie for sure I just feel like it wasn't a good plain movie because I you know on a plane, I would prefer to avoid sex scenes, just in case someone, you know, takes a peek at my screen and sees that. I, I just... find that's harder to do than you'd think, because almost every movie has at least one kind of sex scene. Although this one was like a was very long. aggressive one, and it was it, quite long. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a long time on the screen, and I'm just like staring out the plane window, just trying to wait for it to pass because it's so hard to skip past scenes on that tiny screen so yeah it wasn't um it wasn't the best movie for a plane ride if you are really into art maybe or you know I don't know like cinema cinema you like understand movies at like a deeper level than the regular symbolism My intellect is not at that level. No, we are both quite stupid. Um, 
<laughs> but we <laughs> like to bring that in. <laughs> but we we pretend we're smart and we're pretty good at pretending that we're smart. But that movie may have been just too smart for me. Um, but I do think that the acting was good. Yeah, I would really like someone to explain to me the movie from their perspective. Like someone that uh, like understands movies mm-hmm. more than I do. I would like their perspective on this just to know if like if I miss something or maybe it's just not a good movie. Yeah, I, I would like to hear from someone who watched the movie and really thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I want to hear that perspective so that that person can tell me what I missed and what I did not understand. How's your week been since Ottawa? I had a horrendous number of emails on Tuesday morning. I honestly thought it was a joke. (laughs) I didn't even have time to do like work. I was just reading my emails and replying that was my day and I was like that's what being an adult's like absolutely terrible (laughs) spent eight hours of reading emails that sounds pretty awful if I'm being honest yeah also remember my very random rash from what I think is a food allergy that I did Mm -hmm. not know I had um it's fully gone now also I stopped eating that smoothie so I'm just gonna assume it's one of those berries I don't know which one but it's one of them so it's between like strawberry blueberry raspberry and blackberry yes which one do you want it to be out of all of those I think blackberries I feel like I can avoid those the easiest Mm -hmm. and I like them the least yeah, I think I'm unsure about that answer, but <laughs> that's what I'm going to go with. I think that's exactly how I feel, too. I feel like I could live without blackberries. I could not I also, live without raspberries or blueberries, though. Those are like... I don't know. Strawberries are my thing, for sure. Mm. And I already ate them after the fact, so I know it's not that one. <laughs> Wonderful. So your favorite berry <laughs> is is in the clear. That's all you can hope for. She's safe. Oh, yeah. Are you, uh, what's your bevy of choice today? Um, Right now it's water because (laughs) I just came back from a soccer game. (laughs) Shortly, I think it's, oh, I forget what they're called. Like, um, it's like a canned mixed drink. I'll show it to you soon, but what about you? Um, I'm drinking the exact same thing that I drank last week, neutrals, because I had a couple left over. So I just decided to buy a couple more. Perfect. And because I'm still feeling a little rough from my second dose of vaccine, I would rather just drink a nice light vodka soda. I don't want to go too crazy with anything. (laughs) Just, just whiskey, neat. <laughs> Four Jaeger bombs in a row. <laughs> you just sat there taking Jaeger bombs. <laughs> I think we would have to end this. I would call you and ask you if you're okay. Well, I'm not okay, but <laughs> that's besides the point. Do you have any reason for drinking over the past since last episode Ooh, reason for drinking um this is my last week in my current apartment before we move to a new place for two weeks and then obviously I moved farther away so reason for drinking celebrating the end of one year in this condo nice I can't believe it's already been a year what about you um I am drinking, I'm just very excited that I am fully vaccinated right now. That's something that I'm drinking to celebrate. Um, I am also celebrating, oh, there's more that I forgot to tell you, because uh, I kind of kept you updated and then I decided I wanted to keep another one a surprise. Um, 
But another reason that I'm going to drink is because we actually have listeners outside of Canada, which is something that I wasn't expecting. I definitely thought that. um, Sorry, we have listeners at all. (laughs) (laughs) No way. I know. It's crazy. I really thought when because Katrina and I, when the first episode was released, we both downloaded it and played it. So we had two um on our (laughs) on our podcast insights it was like oh we have two downloads and then we got a couple more which I know were like some of our friends um and then there was a download in Belgium so shout out to whoever that is Uh, another download from someone in the Philippines so again shout out to that person and a download in the United States So yeah, we've got four countries that people are listening to our podcast by choice, (laughs) not even because they're our friend. (laughs) That's pretty wild. (laughs) We'll see if they still listen after this episode is released. (laughs) The next one, no one listens. We're like, okay, so one hit wonder for sure. One hit wonder of 11 downloads, I think, is what we were at. I still think that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's more than 10. And I thought we were going to have, like, maybe five. I honestly thought it was going to be you and me. (laughs) That's a pretty fair assumption. We are our biggest fans. Yes, that does check out. Let's continue. And so that's why you drink. That is why I drink. Yeah, that is why I drink. Every time I check, because I'm, I've been really neurotic about this podcast, as you know, Katrina, but um, I've been checking pretty much every day to see if we have any new downloads. And almost every day there has been a new country. And it's just really crazy to think that someone just found this and was like, oh, I'm going to listen to that. It's also very nerve wracking. So maybe that's why the the drink will also help with that (laughs) also I'm gonna just put this in now because I forgot to at the beginning of the episode and I also forgot to last episode well we both did um but we're going to be releasing episodes on the first and the 15th of every month just so everyone knows that is our podcast structure these aren't going to be weekly episodes because we want to give both ourselves and everyone time to read the books especially because Katrina and I Katrina is going to be a full-time student part-time worker I'm going to be a full-time worker part-time student so until (laughs) yeah we don't exactly have time to read full novels every week um maybe and film a podcast and edit it maybe just the reading part we could probably handle but All right, so this week we read the book We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. This is another book that both Kat and I have already read, so we kind of already have some pretty strong opinions about it. Um, And we realized before recording this episode that we kind of chose a dumb book to talk about on a podcast because on the back of the book it says, if anyone asks you how it ends, just lie. So morally, I don't think that I'm, I don't think we're going to talk about the ending. At least I don't want to talk about the ending because I feel like that's bad karma. And I feel like it would, you know, clearly the author, the whole premise of the book is that we, yeah. Is that you can't know what happens before you read it. Um, So this will be a bit different because... (laughs) We can't actually talk about the majority of the book. Um, however, <laughs> the thing that does happen, we have very strong opinions on. Yeah, I think with my notes, I think I did okay with dodging the ending. I basically just took notes as if I hadn't read it for a, so that I didn't know what the ending was. and. I mean, just kind of talked about things that I like about the book and then. Yeah. 
I, I would say, just to start off, this book is very hyped on social media and, well, TikTok, <laughs> book talk to be specific. But um, I feel like maybe that was my issue with it is because I went in reading or went into reading this book with higher expectations than I feel I should have. And maybe I think this is like aimed at a slightly younger audience than us, like a late teen. Mm -hmm. And I think for those two reasons, those are the main reasons I would have enjoyed it more if I was younger and I didn't expect it to be better because everyone said it was so good. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. I think because I had heard so much about this book. I had seen so many videos of people reacting to the ending or so many people filming themselves crying after reading the book. And I mean, I do think that it is a good book. I agree that it was, um, I definitely think it's for kind of late high school um, people. But I yeah, mean, I feel like it's like unfair of me to judge too harshly being like mid 20s if it's aimed at like a teenager. Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe I didn't like it. But if like personally, if I was 18, I think I would have loved this book. Same. And I mean, I'm not going to go so far as to say that I didn't like it. I definitely did enjoy reading it. Like I, the first time I read it, I read it in a day because it. <laughs> It is well written. Like I do it, really it, like it is it is a really well written story. It's like easy to follow along. And mm-hmm. I was surprised at the thing that happens. It's mm-hmm. just not what I had expected it to be. Yeah. <laughs> the I, best I, way I can describe it without saying anything. Yeah, I'm kind of the same because I mean a lot of um a lot of the videos that I saw online were people who were also trying to guess the ending and um, see if they could figure it out. So I decided that I was also going to try to do that. Um, And I feel like I just got really carried away with all of my like really crazy ideas that I was coming up with that when the ending happened and it wasn't what I expected it to be, it it just wasn't as exciting anymore. I think uh, obviously a large part of reading books that make them so enjoyable is that you don't know the ending. So I feel like the overhype just really kind of took me out of it. Definitely the overhype was a big, big downfall for me, but yeah, I think still well-written book. Mm -hmm. I think if you do end up wanting to read this book, I mean, it's a, for me, it was a super fast read. Um, and I think just have, just read the book to enjoy the book. Like really don't focus on the ending. Like a lot of people, including us have done because when I, when I read it the second time and I wasn't so focused on the ending, I did also enjoy it a little bit better because there was a lot of things that I didn't necessarily notice because I was so focused on finding out the ending. Yeah, you're right. I actually did that too. (laughs) (laughs) So overall, um, it was a good book. It was our own fault that we didn't like it as much. I played myself. Moral of the story, we suck. Um, This is news to neither of us. Um, So basically the book, We Were Liars, is... It follows the story of a girl named Cadence, who is a teenager, and she has lost her memory from an accident that happened one summer, and the whole book is basically her trying to remember what happened to her because apparently the doctors said that her mom and other people around her shouldn't tell her anymore because it's too traumatic for her. Um, so she spends an entire summer trying to get as much information as she can and really gather the pieces of her memory. And eventually she does remember. The other big aspect to this book is the Sinclair family dynamic. Um, they are 
an interesting family. A lot of white privilege in this family. And money. Yeah, honestly, I feel like the thing about Cadence is it like it's just yeah, a, it's it's about a teenage girl trying to remember her accident. Yeah, and Cadence has two cousins who she's really close with, Mirren and Johnny, and Johnny's friend Gat, and they are the liars in the book, and they're inseparable. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so now we'll jump into the spoiler-free, which is basically going to be the whole thing, except for... Maybe in the end, there might be a couple things that don't technically relate to the ending that we can talk about, but most of it is going to be spoiler free anyways. So at least the main spoiler free. Yeah, exactly. Um, Um, So just like overall, the book it I like the way the book is written in the sense like I like the spacing mm-hmm. and like, I don't know what it is but it's so much easier to follow than when like a book is densely written um so I really like that and that's what made it so fast to read mm-hmm. I think we both read it in like a day or two um I also think the writing is interesting like it's not difficult I didn't have to struggle to understand anything so it was just like a comforting kind of book to read yeah I really liked it one of the things that I wrote down is that I liked the fact that the author was able to jump from like basic book dialogue and thoughts to almost writing the novel like it's a poem in certain places, but it doesn't take you out of the book itself. It still flows really nicely. And then I also like that she inserts um, little fairy tales that uh, the main character, Cadence, has written. And again, it doesn't really take you out of the book. It's I just think it's an incredibly well-written book. I did, I did really like the fairy tales that are throughout because I didn't you don't really realize it or maybe I just didn't realize it the first no, I know time what you're around. gonna say and I also didn't realize it the first time around what are you gonna say <laughs> I was gonna say that the the fairy tales basically tell you what happened yes <laughs> I just I did not get it I did not think that 
I, I, when I was reading it the second time, I was like, oh, like that's what happens. I don't know how I missed it because it's very clear. It's like the progression of the story that like, oh, here's this nice little fairy tale. And then it happens in real life as well. So Mm -hmm. clearly I was not in the right headspace reading this the first time. I mean, I think it's just, I think it's because we read it a second time because a lot of the fairy tales like really just happen in the last like quarter of the book, probably like they don't really it's not like there's a fairy tale and then the thing happens immediately after it's it like it takes a while so when I was reading it um the second time in the first fairy tale I was like oh I should have paid more attention to those yeah you don't realize how important they are I just thought they were like a fun little Mm add-in not very clear foreshadowing to everything (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I did think that they might have some foreshadowing, but I definitely didn't grasp what I needed to grasp within the fairy tales. Like, I think I was holding on to other things more so than I was holding on to the important stuff, which we're both just dumb as hell. So (laughs) just right over my head for some reason, um, I would say I think it's, this is a book that if you read it once, fine. But if you can read it a second time, it's way more interesting because once you know what happens, I found reading it the next time, I realized how dark the book actually is Mm -hmm. because it seems very, I don't want to say (laughs) lighthearted, like something, something not great happens, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't realize how like interwoven it is throughout the book of everything nothing is right nothing feels right when you're reading it the second time you're like oh my god yeah and you notice what people say or what people don't say and like certain topics that are avoided between the characters I also yeah you you notice everything so much more yeah I also really like the way um E. Lockhart describes characters like specifically the liars um, which are the four main characters and they refer to themselves as liars um, I just hold on I'm gonna pull them up I I sticky noted my book so that I could you can't see but I also showed Sarah my sticky noted book <laughs> <laughs> we are the same person so yeah so there's the the main character whose perspective it's from cadence and then there's johnny and he is bounce effort and snark mirin who is sugar curiosity and rain and then gat who was contemplation and enthusiasm ambition and strong coffee just the way she describes that like you can picture them perfectly and you know exactly what their personalities are like from just three kind of weird describing words I wonder if um E. Lockhart met me what she would (laughs) use for the three words all right um I I don't know if you actually read like the not the very back of the book there's actually a lot in the back of the book of extra things um but specifically the why they were called the liars I didn't find that until a few days ago, actually. I thought that was um, interesting. She decided not to add it into the actual story. Um, but I think it just gives a little bit of fun background. Do you want to tell me why? Because I don't know. <laughs> yes. I really did not even. I honestly, I finished the book about 20 minutes before we started recording because I procrastinated so bad and I was just scrolling through TikTok and then I was like oh my god we have to record in 20 minutes and then you texted me saying you were going to be late and I was like oh thank god um well basically um on page it's like page 19 of the back part of the book Mm -hmm. with all the extra things and um 
the four liars like tracked mud into Claremont, ate food, took the rowboat out with permission, and then they all lied about it. Um, and then the Nana said that they were such bad liars, hmm. but they were young and silly and it didn't matter. And that's what they called themselves, the bad liars. And then I guess they shortened it to huh. just the liars. It's cute. It adds some backstory. Yeah, it adds some backstory. I really, My description of that was not very good. <laughs> I think Sorry. it was wonderful. Thank I mean, you. <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely need to get better at reading the back of the book. Because we did yes. this with Song of Achilles, too. Always, always read the back of the book. Very slightly check first mm-hmm. um, that it's not the last page. Because when you read the last sentence by accident, um, nothing is worse. <laughs> but when it's like the fun additional information, I actually don't find it's like a spoiler at all. Mm-hmm. Like I find it's maybe usually better to read first. Yeah. yeah Just for gonna, context, you know? We're going to have to get better at that. Also, another thing that I wrote down, and again, I mean, I understood it the first time I read the book, but, you know, again, just because I was so focused on the ending, I didn't really read into these things so much, but I really liked the um, kind of commentary on white privilege that this book has, because it really shows just how... um, a lot of people, especially younger people with white privilege, don't know that they have white privilege until it's, you know, pretty aggressively shown at them. Um, And I really liked the character growth that a lot of the characters had um, when it comes to the white privilege that they definitely had. Like, they had aggressive white privilege. And, you know. Yeah, I I liked when, like, Cadence and Gat discuss that a little bit being like Mm -hmm. you don't you don't actually know me you know this version of me Mm -hmm. oh also a big thing for me so actually this this blatantly tells a part of the books we'll leave this okay (laughs) I mean I think I've pretty much said everything that I um I think this is everything that I can say that's spoiler free personally. I mean, I'm ready to kind of just give my overall review and okay, get into what we can yeah. spoil <laughs> which is very little, but so for my kind of overall review for this book, if you're on the fence about buying it, it has really jumped <laughs> Because originally it was probably a six out of 10 because I ruined it for myself. And then now I would say it's like a seven out of 10, but it would be probably an eight or a nine if I hadn't been way too focused on the ending. Um, I think it's very well written. I think it's an interesting plot. Um, I really like the commentary that this book has another thing that I wrote down is that I can really picture this book as a movie if that makes any sense like yes this would this would be very a very good movie to watch I think Mm -hmm. um but yeah (laughs) easy for us to understand in comparison (laughs) to Ammonite (laughs) full circle full circle um but yeah I'm gonna stick with seven out of ten for this book because I I do think it is really good and it's a quick read it's not a lot of you know it's not a lot of commitment it's not like you're on the fence about buying a really thick book so for my overall rating of we were liars I think I would give it maybe a 6.5 again I really do think the biggest thing is if I was in my late teens or like slightly earlier twenties, I would have very much loved this book. But I think because I am now mid twenties, it's a bit young for me, the Mm -hmm. way it's 
the way it's written and that's why it's a little bit lower but the actual plot of the story I do find interesting and it is the ending is surprising and it's a fun read it's a very quick fun read so it's it's by no means a bad book I would recommend reading it if you can it's just it wasn't super for me and like that's fair not all books are for you this Mm -hmm. one just wasn't wasn't my top book for sure but still a good one yeah definitely wasn't my top book either um I think like I said same with you if I was you know 17 or 18 I would have really loved this book um so if you are in that age bracket or even in your early 20s and you're on the fence about buying this book I would recommend it a lot higher than to someone who's kind of mid-20s or older and now for spoilers ish great <laughs> yeah don't worry we're not gonna tell you the part that happens because we don't want that on our conscience it the book tells you to just lie so i can't go against e lockhart's wishes mm-hmm. therefore i will not tell you what happens but hear me out on <laughs> literally page five <laughs> Um, not even, it says page five, but it's, it's the third page. There is a part where, so Cadence, her father leaves their family. And the description of that moment is so detailed, but not in not in the way that it sounds like I'm saying right now. They're talking about a a handgun and Cadence being shot. And then she fell on the lawn and the bullet hole opened wide and my heart rolled out of my rib cage and down into a flower bed. Blood gushed gushed rhythmically from my open wound, then from my eyes, my ears, my mouth. I read that. And immediately thought she actually died. And I was like, what? I thought she was the main character. How did she die immediately on page five? And then I realized it was just a very description, uh, sorry, a very descriptive um, picture of how she was feeling and not that she was literally shot in the chest. Ooh, you are- and that is my that is I think the biggest thing for me I thought she was shot in the chest by her father and I was like oh my god we're starting to get wrong yeah you definitely take things very literally maybe that's that's probably another reason why I like this book a little bit better than you is there's a lot more like imagery which I enjoy I mean granted I only rated mine a point to half a point higher than you but <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the use of imagery. Um, I did not think that her dad had shot her when I read that. Yeah, I was like, not only is he leaving his daughter, he then felt the need to shoot her in the chest. (laughs) This is dark. I was very wrong. That is honestly incredible. Um... I don't even know what to say to that. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I honestly thought you were going to agree with me being like, oh yeah, me too. (laughs) So um, we'll just move past that. (laughs) Sorry to disappoint you. Um, I was going to say my uh, one of like the favorite or I think the intro to the book is really good where It just says, welcome to the beautiful Sinclair family. No one is a criminal. No one is an addict. No one is a failure. I think that just really sets up the book so well, because that's basically what the whole book is about. I, I really don't like their family dynamics. Obviously that's like a huge part of the book. Um, And yeah, I did not like that you know, it was always, oh, you have to be normal. Like you can't show emotion. You can't show feeling like be normal now because you can be was very much like a constant theme in the book. 
Um, and when you think about it, during a lot of those moments, they were children, you know, like not even 15 years old for most of the book. Yeah, I really like the, it's not quite the beginning, but it is page four, which is the <laughs> second page, the very beginning. Basically, a lot happened in the beginning for me. Yeah, a um, lot happened in the first, like, two chapters, because the chapters are also quite short, but. Yeah, I feel like that's why it's, like, such a fun book to read because it's quick it's very fast paced Mm -hmm. but no I I just like that they introduce like the books basically starts out being like um my name is Cadence Sinclair Eastman Mm -hmm. and then it gives a little introduction about like I am something I am something and the very end of the book is like a reintroduction of Cadence which I thought was an interesting way to kind of like tie it together I liked it too again I really like the way this book was written um, oh, actually, I <laughs> I also um, put a sticky note beside the line. Then he pulled out a handgun and shot me in the chest. I was standing on the lawn and I felt like that whole thing. But I was I put a sticky note by that to say it was like one of my favorite quotes because I liked it, not because it <laughs> not because it confused you. There was another part in the book that also confused me. Um, it was when, like, Gat was trying to comfort Cadence for something that had happened. And then in the book, it says, when blood dripped on my bare feet or poured over the book of I was reading, he was kind. He wrapped my wrists in soft white gauze and asked me questions about what happened. And I thought I completely missed something in the book. I was like, sorry, why are you bleeding everywhere? But again apparently that was just it's a metaphor Katrina emotional detail (laughs) that went right over my head I'm the beginning of this I'm like yeah this is for like young adults like (laughs) teenagers and I'm like I did not understand anything (laughs) really not doing myself any favors right now so do you have any I really don't have a lot of notes on this book because the main thing that I would want to talk about is the ending, but um, we can't. Um, I would. There's a few things that I feel like maybe I, again, <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> Do you know why she's giving everything away? Like, is, is it just that, like, she, she doesn't want to be materialistic? Like, those things no longer matter? Or, like, was it something else? I think that it was partly that, because obviously she was raised by people who were very materialistic and she grew to hate that. But I also think that it was almost a form of self-harm, if that makes sense. Like, giving away all of her things. A lot of them had to do with the liars, and I think she just couldn't remember things and like almost didn't want to like I think it was a trauma response okay I feel like that that definitely does make sense but I mean she also you know loved Gat and I think she was trying to uphold his moral values because he didn't like the materialism of her family um And she did have good reasons for wanting to give things away. But I do think some of the things that she gave away were things that you like shouldn't give away. Like that picture of her grandma holding a piglet. That was like her only picture of her grandma that she had. Like, why would you give that away? Like, there's no. Yeah, I feel like that's what confused me a little bit. Like, I wasn't understanding if this was on principle or if it was on something else. But I guess a trauma response would be the best explanation for like giving away things that have Mm -hmm. sentimental value to you too. Yeah. Cause I can understand giving away a lot of things that you don't use or things that are super materialistic, but I would never give away a picture of my grandma. I would give away a lot of things that she was giving away. And I think that was, um, 
yeah, a trauma response response and almost a form of self-harm where she didn't really realize what she was giving away and didn't realize how much it was hurting her in the long run. So like the Sinclair family is, they have a really sad dynamic, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like Caden's mother and their sisters all kind of want things from the grandpa rather than just like being there for the grandpa yeah but again the like the grandpa isn't the nicest person mm-hmm. and I understand that but he did lose his wife in like very early on in the story and he says like he felt like he lost the best part of himself mm-hmm. and then having his children fight over all his like material possessions he did not have a great time in this story. Yeah, I definitely didn't love the grandpa's character, but I didn't like the like his daughters even more, with the exception of Bess, probably, because she at least was there for him. Like it might have been for yeah. a little bit of selfishness, but I mean, it's better than the other two daughters did. Like, I feel like at least she was there for him. Like, she did choose that. Yeah. And yeah, I don't understand. Because it is described in the book at one point that um, the grandma was kind of the the better part of the grandpa, obviously. And she was the one who um, attended, uh, what are they called? <laughs> I'm going to sound so stupid right now. Donation parties? <laughs> what are they called? Fundraisers? Fundraisers, thank you. <laughs> and like raised money. So you clearly attend a lot of these. I, I don't have <laughs> a lot of money to give. <laughs> Actually, no, secretly, I'm just a millionaire and I'm just hoarding all of my all of my wealth in my bachelor apartment. (laughs) But yeah, she definitely was. She was the good in the family Mm -hmm. and which I guess it was important that she left to understand the negative aspects of the family dynamic. Mm -hmm. But but also just beyond. um the grandpa's character I almost think it shows so much more of the mothers that they really didn't mourn at all for their mom when she died it was immediately them being like okay you're gonna write grandpa a letter and say that you love these things so that we can get them uh in the estate or whatever and like are you not sad that your mom just died yeah, it, it felt like they were just planning um, the grandfather to pass away so they could get his things. Mm-hmm. And I just, I could, could never be me. <laughs> it is wild. Like, obviously, this is a story. Mm-hmm. But to think that family dynamics are so different for everyone else that this could be like a real family dynamic. Oh, I'm sure it is. I just can't imagine having something like that where like all I want is things from my grandpa mm-hmm. or my parents. Yeah, that's definitely not that's not my fi- family di- family family dynamic. <laughs> family and dynamic. <laughs> Don't put that in there. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that uh, you're recording this and <laughs> have this all as evidence. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also the one who edits this, so I have all the power. Yeah, I really should think about what I say more. <laughs> hey, I did a pretty good job last time. The only thing you complained about was a laugh. Oh, I forgot about that. I should probably laugh. 
laugh. I'm trying to laugh quieter. You can just edit out every time I laugh. I'm not going to. Put like a weird sound instead. So then you're like, ha ha. <laughs> That's my new laugh. <laughs> That's worse. Take that out too. <laughs> just this whole section needs to get leave. Oh, now I'm sweating. All right. <laughs> All right. That was slightly off topic. <laughs> Forget what we're trying to talk about. Um, a book. <laughs> Okay, so I feel like now it is time to talk about not exactly what happened. We will not say. But how it made us feel. This is a therapy session. <laughs> yeah, so this is maybe a spoiler, but we're not gonna we're not gonna say what happened. So it's not a real spoiler. It's just you get the idea. <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, in this book something and this is not a spoiler because it's from the very beginning of the book something happened like the main character cadence was in an accident and that is the thing that she spends the entire book trying to remember and then when I found out what the accident was I found it a little silly there is no like logical explanation for this to happen ever like this would not happen there is no way at my most questionable time I would have this thought and be like yes this is what I'm going to do it's going to go well no there is just no um, no matter, like, if I was blackout drunk and just absolutely gone, there is no way that I would do this thing. And also- Because they do say that they were drinking. So that yeah. is part of their actual, or her actual excuse. Mm -hmm. But I mean, to also, I can- I can imagine, maybe not myself or you, because we're more logical thinkers, especially you, as we're learning. Um, I can imagine someone having this train of thought, but I cannot imagine someone being able to convince multiple other people to also go through with this thought. Yes, this is very much a maybe on the slim chance one person thinks this is oh yeah this will go fine great plan no universe no version of this universe would all four people be like yes this will work this is even even if they thought through the thing that happened it could have gone fine so it's yeah. the lack of thought process behind every aspect of the thing that goes wrong. That is my issue. Yeah, because I feel like in the in a very off chance where I decide to do this thing with my friends. I personally would be like, OK, we need to have a plan <laughs> like we need. I want some some very strict steps and I want it to be well thought out and I want us all to yeah yeah because like I understand that maybe you don't think things through as much when you're drinking but in the case of this thing no you would think at least a little bit. Yeah. Like I could be down, <laughs> fully down. I could be dead asleep 
because I am so drunk. And there is no way that I would not think this through. <laughs> yeah. I, if anything, the more drunk I was, the less likely I would be to do it because I would just be like, I don't think that I um, can right now. I think I would be self-aware enough to be like, this is probably a bad idea to do now. Mm-hmm. Even if I thought it was a good idea, I would hold off until tomorrow and be like, let's see how well this sounds in the morning. When we're sober and a little more coherent. Yeah, I do feel like that's my, that is a big reason my overall verdict of the book is not as high, is because the thing that happens just would not happen, and I don't agree that it's possible, Mm -hmm. and therefore, I expected the thing to be different. Yeah, I just, yeah. (laughs) That was, that was a nice thought to add. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> just, just, yeah. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I agree. <laughs> New thought. If you were to have the event that happens, mm-hmm. what would you, what would, what would you have made it? Ooh. I think for me, what I, like what I thought her accident was, I kind of thought that Gat had sexually assaulted her or had physically oh. assaulted her in some way. Um, and she got like really injured. And then everyone like knew about it, but didn't really say anything because that was kind of the family's way. Like they would know about things but like not talk about anything that harshened the family you know to the public yeah um and I thought it kind of explained why um I mean apart from the racism that the family didn't really like Gat um and I I just for me that was very like a lot more realistic than what had happened and that's one of the things that I thought like that's what I really thought had happened interesting what did you think happened you're making it seem like you thought something completely different that thought didn't even occur to me no I genuinely thought it would have been like just an accident like maybe she went swimming she got like pulled under like an undertow or something and like Mm -hmm. drowned died for a minute and then was like revived And it was just like a traumatic experience. And then so no one would tell her. Hmm. It was either that or I thought, well, along the same lines, it was like the traumatic experience. And then she was dead. That's what I was expecting the big plot twist to be, is that she had actually died and was just trying to like imagining how she would have continued living on. Right. And it was like some weird purgatory yeah, and, like, the reason she, like, her head hurt is because she was, like, still drowning, and it was, like, all in her head. That's what, that's the storyline that, cool. that I was expecting, yeah. That would have been super cool. I did think at one point that maybe she was in a coma or something like that. I had that thought, but it was quickly yeah, so because it- <laughs> I didn't think that was crazy enough. Yeah, so it's neither of those two things, but. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one. I will say that it did surprise me. I was not expecting it at all. No, I I did not even slightly guess that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you always try and guess the ending of a book no matter what it is, where you're it's like, true. oh, like I hope this happens or I wonder if this happens. This one is like... I okay. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> um... Also, a fun thing that I thought we could do is, since it says on the back of the book, if anyone asks you what the ending is, lie, what would be your lie if you were to, like, just go crazy with it and lie to someone and be like, oh, the ending is blank? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a minute to think about that. Do you already have an answer? Yes, I do. All right. Let's okay. hear it. So my lie is that 
Cadence is actually a squirrel who has been having a dream this whole time, thinking that she was <laughs> a part of this family. But really, she's just a squirrel that lives on the island and has been watching the family. <laughs> Maybe she hit her head on an acorn. <laughs> Yo, if that was the plot twist, 100 out of 10. <laughs> That would be wild. I, I would definitely have not have seen that coming. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I would tell someone. If I could say anything. You know what? All right. All right. Um, if I could say anything, I would say the twist at the end is that there aren't actually four liars it's just cadence who is a pathological liar who have created these alter Ooh. egos to help her cover up her lies so it's just like she feels like she's not lying they're lying for her and that's why it's called we were liars ah. oh bit of a, a little twist a little weird ending <laughs> I, I don't know if I would like that ending. <laughs> <laughs> but you would like my squirrel ending? Who wouldn't? Just Because you know how we were talking about how there's that kind of reoccurring line where she's like, I am Cadence Sinclair. I am this, I am this, I am not this. And then she does it again at the end of the book. Imagine if instead it was, I am Cadence Sinclair. I am a squirrel. I live in an oak tree on this island. Or imagine if the ending was we are Cadence Sinclair. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like that'd be kind of cool. I mean, that just kind of gave me chills a little bit. Hey, do you want to do you have anything else to add, really? I really don't have anything else to add. Do you? I honestly don't know. I love how we thought this was going to be a really short episode, but we really underestimate how long we can talk about nothing. <laughs> to be fair, I feel like we spent at least 10 minutes talking about Ammonite. <laughs> I'm probably keeping that in. I've got to warn the public about the movie. <laughs> Someone emails us. They're like, it's actually an incredible movie. I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> I did not understand it. Oopsies. So the next episode on September 1st will be on The Atlas Six by Olivia Blake. This book is about the Alexandrian society. And basically, talented magicians, six of them, get selected to be considered for initiation each decade. So it's a very big deal to be selected. Um, and these six candidates have to compete technically, and only one of them gets eliminated. The other five get initiated, I believe. Yeah, I'm excited for this one because this is the first book that we are going to be doing that we haven't already read and kind of talked about together. So I'm excited to talk about it for kind of the first time on this podcast as opposed to us just kind of revisiting old topics that we've already talked about it'll be fresh yeah this book definitely is a just a sneak peek into next week a bit of a harder read than either of the previous two in my opinion mm, okay I'm not very far into it yet so and I don't mean hard as in like difficult to read because I'm not enjoying it. I just mean there's like the English is more advanced than the other two books. All right. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, we have Instagram and Twitter at bookbevies, B-O-O-K-B-E-V-V-I-E-S. And we have a Gmail. If you want to email us any thoughts you had on the books, we would love to talk about them on the podcast. That's 
bookbevies at gmail.com. And yeah, feel free to reach out if you have read the books and if you have any differing opinions or if there's anything that we missed um, that we didn't talk about, which is probably a lot, uh, feel free to let us know and we would love to talk about it on the podcast next time. Right. That's all I got. I. <laughs> all righty then. That was a big thing last time, last episode. All righty then. <gasps> the end. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.